When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Slobber knockers, week you know, eleven. This was, if this was Daryl, if this was Daryl Hall, <laughs> this wouldn't be happening. If you only <laughs> knew. Right? Yeah, next time you and I Bullshit. talk off mic, I'm gonna give you the whole backstory in that fucking shit show. Uh, but yeah, welcome to Slobber Knockers, week eleven. Season is flying by. Of course, my name is Baco, and I'm joined as I am every week with Josh Timmy from the Talk to Me podcast and Gene Vogel from the Disciples of the Watch podcast. We are. Three slobs that get off the couch and on the mics to talk about the NFL every week. And, of course, focusing on our two favorite teams, the Tennessee Titans and the Minnesota Vikings. Josh, we had a great game this week. Probably one for the ages. The type of game that people will remember forever. Kick us off with that game. Oh, man. I mean, the Tennessee Titans versus the Denver Broncos was a match for the ages. Nine punts in the first half. You know, it was a field position battle that's a throughout lot of, the entire game. That's and, a uh, lot of punts. <laughs> they they had uh, uh, I think they I think the stat at the end of the day was almost 800 yards in punting between the two between the two teams. Wow, did it set a record? Nice. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it was it was a fun game. You know, we pulled it out, and uh, I'll I'll take it, man. I, these these wins, I'll, I will take a seven point win any day of the week. And uh, it, it, you know, honestly, in the second half, Titans did kind of open up the passing game a little bit. Derrick Henry wasn't the focus of the game, and and Tannehill was throwing the ball all, all over the yard. So uh, it actually turned out to be a pretty pretty fun game to watch. Can't lose a game like that against that team, though. So that's gonna hurt for a while. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the Titans that, just uh, keep being the Titans. Unreal. They just roll along. They'll lose one here or there. <coughs> but, man, yeah, they, they pull it out. Now, I, I always like to have like a little fun Denver stat. I, I, I found out this week that if the Denver Broncos had scored eight, just 18 points in every game this season, if they've managed to do that, they'd be 6-3. and three. So that is for you, Todd Cunningham. I, and my, I think they probably could have pulled that off with Drew Locke. Uh, so we'll, uh, oh, yeah. we'll see how the rest of the season goes there, but yeah, you know what? Um, I gotta tell you after this, this crazy game with the Vikings, uh, and, and the bills went down, i thought about that game last week where you almost pulled out that win with, uh, basically nobody on your team to play against the chiefs in Kansas city. And boy, that man, if you would have just pulled, you'd be sitting in the driver's seat in the AFC once again. I remember, like week three, you lost two in a row, and like the whole everybody's like, "Well, this was it for them," you know. Like, you know, it's like, and man, I don't. Again, the Titans just keep keep tightening everything up. 
Yeah, I, I, it's funny when we when we lose, people are like, "Oh, you got to remember they were the one seed in the AFC last year," and blah blah. Like they they try to give us all these these uh, the superlatives <laughs> of what you know we did last year, and then now and then you know when we're we're winning, it's just like, "Oh, you know, here here come the Titans again," and blah blah blah. So. You know, it's just it's it's just Vrabel being Vrabel. If 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 Mike Vrabel could get a team of of like superstars, it would be he would go undefeated. Like he he's got these dudes off the street that people haven't heard about in five years. And there was a guy in the game that hadn't had his first sack in five years on our team. Hmm. <laughs> like you have to be kidding me. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, if, if we could just, you know, pull it together and get everybody healthy on the same day and, uh, you know, maybe we could take on these, uh, the vaunted Minnesota Vikings in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, a lot of people have been talking about the, uh, speaking of the, the, the whole thing there, the, the, uh, I would like to say that uh, my commies, as I predicted flat out last week, beat the Eagles last night. Now the Vikings are tied technically for the same record, but the, the Eagles, of course, have the same uh, uh, rec- the beat us, so they have the, the tiebreaker. But yes, yes, I, I said they would lose. And, uh, and, and, they, and frankly, kind of handedly, I was surprised it was that uh, big, easy of a win for them. <coughs> All right, well, let's get to the... That the was vice- one of them. Go ahead. I was saying that was one of the more exciting endings to a game uh, when Heineke went and took a knee mm. and then homeboy just kind of, you know, rolled him over and just, <laughs> just almost the, the smartness of that play mm-hmm. was just uh, the, 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 the football IQ that Taylor Heineke, former Minnesota Viking mm. great uh, had in that play to, to kind of, to kind of get the, uh, <laughs> to kind of get the uh, the flag there nice. and get the first down and kind of seemingly in the game there. I mean, it was a fun game to watch. You all doubted Taylor Heineke, not me, not me. I mean, I, I, I did, but uh, no, I've not always... me. <laughs> all right, well, let's get to the the, the Vikings and uh, and the Bills because this this is one of those games that definitely, especially when you're on the winning side, like we usually aren't in these kind of games. Uh, this is going to stick around for a while, but this. This has been called like one of the greatest games, blah, 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 all that stuff. But as, as I digested it more, my personal opinion is it, most of the game kind of sucked. And, and that's kind of where I want to kind of chime in here. So I'm going to break down uh, a, a couple things here, kind of run through the, 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 the game uh, statistics or, or moments anyway, key moments, and then kick it to you guys kind of for commentary here. So going into uh, basically almost the fourth quarter, there's about two minutes left. Um, basically, well, the Vikings did what they do. They score on the first drive and then disappear. And that's what they've done all season. Uh, the, 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 other than the Packer game, they, they really haven't been able to put, you know, uh, uh, any type of, like, momentum during the second and third quarter, it seems like. And uh, same thing happened here. They, they score right away. They only score a field goal between then until just about the fourth quarter. Um, so it's basically 27. The Buffalo Bills, with about two minutes left in the third quarter, kick a field goal and take a 17-point lead. It's 27-10 to 10 with less than two minutes left in the third quarter. From that point, the Vikings get the kickoff, and then Dalvin Cook runs for an 81-yard touchdown. To me, that's probably the biggest. Uh, there's so many fucking little moments that are important but if he doesn't do that that is a quick score you're not expecting it it's a run not one of those bombs it gets you back in the game we're down by 10 all of a sudden now we go on to it so after that then basically uh the bills go on a 13 play 67 yards six minute drive so they eat up a good five minutes of the fourth quarter and then they throw an interception in the red zone after on that drive though they convert third and 15, third and 16. Pretty big deal. I mean, th- there was all these opportunities for the Vikings to stop them in 13 plays, and they just couldn't. And then at the very end, boom, uh, pick off at the five-yard line, running up to the 36-yard line. Then the Vikings go on their own <laughs> 13-yard play uh, drive. Again, eating up another five minutes. So now almost all the fourth quarter is gone. There's about five minutes left when they're done, but they do score a touchdown. Uh, but in, during this drive, the Vikings convert third and nine, fourth and one, fourth and six. And then Greg Joseph does what every Minnesota fan overreacts to, misses an extra point. By the way, uh, just for anybody listening, Greg Joseph, perfect 
on field goals this season under 50 yards. He's only missed field goals over 50 yards and four extra points. Um, <laughs> the Bills go three now. <clears throat> so the, the, the Vikings are now down 27-23. So instead of being a field goal game, it's a, it's a touchdown game. Uh, but the, the defense does their job. The, the Bills go uh, three and out. Uh, basically only about a, about a minute. The Vikings, again, somehow still have time to do a 12-play drive. So we've had 40 fucking, almost 50 plays in the last four drives going in, basically in the fourth quarter, and there's still time on the clock. But the Vikings get down there. Um, on fourth and uh, 15, basically, the I'm sorry, the Vikings get down there. To do that, they need to convert on third and 13. Fourth and 18, which is off. Basically, everybody's like talking about the catch that Justin Jefferson made. And every time I watch it, I'm like, it still looks like an interception until you zoom in. It is just, it is one of those catches. You know what I mean? It's, it was just amazing. We get down there. We get fourth and one. We go for it. It's a, it's a missed pass. Turns out there's 12 men on the field that wasn't called. But the, they do call a different penalty, which gives us one more chance. Kirk Cousins goes for a quarterback sneak, which he's been killer at this year. The Vikings have, have, have handled that. And, of course, he doesn't get in about six inches short. And all the Bills have to do is not do what they did. They could have taken a safety and things would have turned out different. So, again, we're at this kind of key moment. I'll... Josh Allen fumbles the ball. Vikings recovered. We now have a fucking three-point lead in a game that we were all walking away from going, well, it was a nice try. Then, of course, Josh Allen fucking drives down the field. Uh, He has to convert uh, uh, a couple of his own key plays, including a pass that should have been reviewed in the booth because that's the rule now. This would have been an incomplete pass, but they they didn't even fucking look at it. They end up tying the game. We go to fucking overtime, and my cats are nowhere to be seen. They're like, this guy's a goddamn <laughs> lunatic. My neighbors are calling the police for to make sure my wife is still okay. We're tied going into overtime. The Vikings do what they need to, which is, again, put another long fucking drive together, kick a fucking field goal, and then Josh Allen does what he does. He drives on the field. We're look. They're ready. They're in fucking tying field goal range, and he throws a pick. And my lord, somehow we win this fucking game. I I'm still hoarse. It's Tuesday, and I can barely fucking speak. At that point, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> this is why phenomenal. you're a fan. If I was 10 years old watching this game, my life would be exactly the same as it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the same problem with you. I was I, I also had the the police show up my door to make sure there was a, a health check on, on everybody in the house. Because yeah, it was I was just no, we're all good. I was just watching the mics. I, I hope yeah. <laughs> I think they when they come up the driveway, they saw the TV and they're like, yeah. "Oh fuck, it's yeah. the Vikings again." Yeah, yeah. so it was suburban, it was okay. suburban white guy. It's just the Vikings. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah. They didn't have their guns drawn this time, so that was good. But yeah, fuck, that yeah, I aged. I think a year watching that game, at least if not more. Mm. But yeah, a lot of fun and uh, the, the turnout that it should have been uh, with uh, even if the, the referees. Did, wanted to give that one away. They wanted to give it to to. Oh, Buffalo. Right. They tried everything they could. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, hey man, there's a, there's a lot of garbage that was happening, and uh, we did, of course, you know, like you mentioned, uh, up until the third end of the third, we we were just uh, not quite firing. But that Adrian or Adrian, oh my God, that Cook run mm. just fired everybody up, and then everything just started to, to go our way. And it stopped going their way, even though the referees tried to give it to them. And here we are <laughs> celebrating eight and one. I've never heard anybody blame the refs in a win. <laughs> oh, uh, you, um, you haven't been to Minnesota that much then. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, well, I'm not I, that I mad. At, I got the shirt, though. Now I can start feeling. I'm not I'm not that mad at the refs. I'm really not. It's It's been a shitty season all around referee wise. 
yeah, they, they blew some fucking calls, and I called them out on it, but I, I'm not sitting here going, no, they tried to take it from us. Nah, they, come on, it's Buffalo. Seriously? The so I'm in a I'm in, I'm in a group chat with with some guys I play cards with and I was watching the Titans game and I wasn't going to change the game mm. but they just started going on and on about your game and I was just like I want to and I'm like watching the ticker at the bottom because earlier in the day I was watching <laughs> and you guys were down like what like twenty seven ten and going into the fourth yeah yeah I was saying why I was just like you know the whole time I'm like oh man you know slobberbernox is gonna be rough this week and <laughs> and and you know I was like I was like poor was Baco there. you know hope we hope the cats are okay you know <laughs> I hope uh <laughs> you know the cats are, are are hunkered down with 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 toots somewhere yeah. and uh you know uh, safe and um <laughs> yeah and then all of a sudden my, my cops, phone just starts going off going off and going up <laughs> it was it was oh, me yeah and then finally like my game ended after you know uh they the after forever and then i tur- flipped it over and watched i think i saw like you know right it i think i flipped it over at overtime but uh mm. but yeah oh no 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 i flipped it over with that gabriel davis catch no catch like it yeah. shouldn't have been a catch and and that's when that's when i first started watching the game but yeah it uh it, it, it turned out to be you know kind of a game of the year but i mean that's how all the games of the years are it's because one team has to get up big and then one team has to fight back and you know all the shenanigans at the end and then you know all that stuff. So, so yeah, it, it, it I think it lived up to the billing of of game of the year so far. I'll say this: uh, the the whole Diggs and Jefferson connection because we traded uh, people who don't know uh, uh, Diggs forced his way out of here with a trade, a uh, whole diva wide receiver thing. Um, went to Buffalo and it has been everything they wanted. And then the guy we get turns out. I mean, because we traded Randy Moss and ended up with Troy Williamson, so we know when most of these trades don't work out. Both of those guys lived up to their own hype this game. I think Diggs had 12 catches. He had his own one-handed catch. Um, a lot easier to to feel good about that because we won. I, I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, it, uh, that aspect was good. The one thing that, that, that sticks out with this game that will probably sit with me for the rest of my life is that <laughs> – I've been, you know, there's been big games, you know what I mean? Like, or big moments or a splash ending or a walk-off win. But there was so many things that could have just changed the entire outcome, stopped the armamentum. So many stupid things had to happen for us to win. And we're on the road, and frankly, I think Josh Allen gave us our best, and so did Buffalo. And, uh, and they haven't lost when they've been up by 14 points in the fourth quarter since 1968. At home, so I remember like I was joking. I walked into the I was walking into the kitchen out of frustration when the TV announcer said that. I'm like, well, today's the day, and it turned out, you know, well, <laughs> I mean, I didn't actually believe today was the day. Don't get me wrong, I fucking kicked the can on this fucking game about seven times, which is kind of my point. Yeah, it's nice <sighs> that Josh Allen was in the game instead of uh, getting his backup. Who's it? Who's his backup again, Baco? Uh, Case Keenum. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Case Keenum, uh, former Minnesota. I, but uh, but on that side note, before the game, I am a path of least resistance guy all the way with my team. I don't care. You know what? I'd rather they put out all their backups and then we just win easily than, than, uh, <laughs> than have to face this unlikely scenario. Um, but I'm, I'm more than happy. But, of course, it, it, now here we are. Everybody's like, well. There's no chance that's sustainable, which I'm happy with that. I'm just trying to enjoy the season. I'm watching each game, game by game. I, I, I'm not. Uh, well, just don't fuck it up, Vikings kind of guy. Look, whatever, man. Every game, once you hit the playoffs, any team can lose. I, I, I don't have expectations, but yeah. I feel a lot better about our chances every week that we win. Amen to that. And I agree too. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we talked about uh, the commies winning. Uh, yeah, your boy Jeff Saturday pulled out a victory. We should talk about that. Uh, and Bill Cower lost his goddamn <sighs> mind over. I don't know if you saw that, but Jesus, what? Yeah, I saw that. It's weird because like I, saw I, I agree with him, but I'm like, and then I saw maybe not you. <laughs> Yeah, I saw him lose his mind. Then I saw McAfee kind of coming to Saturday's 
defense, but it was kind of after the win. So it was kind of like, you know, like, oh, he didn't deserve it because he got a win. I, I think if you go back in the history of like interim head coaches, typically that first game, you kind of get that interim head coach bump. And so, and plus they were playing the Raiders who put Waller and Renfro on IR, you know, and they're missing their good players. And they're also playing the Raiders period, which they, you know, Raiders aren't doing very well this year. So, I mean, it's, I think it was the interim head coach bump. You know, they got that first game. They all had their little hug party afterwards. Everybody got a game ball because that's what we do. And victory Mondays because that's what I remember as a player. We got to love victory yeah. Mondays. Um, but, yeah, the Colts will come back to earth next week, and, and it'll just be back to shit show, shit show city. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, and uh, honestly, I, I I will take the. Uh, um, I, first of all, I kind of agree. Uh, I know the Pro Football Talk uh, Gene shared the power rankings had the Vikings at number one, which uh, I I personally even wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't say. Um, but of course, I'm trying to like you know temper expectations so that nobody pays attention to us. But the the guy who runs Pro Football Talk is also a, a life lifelong Viking fan, so he's he's not exactly the most unbiased source either. It to his credit, <laughs> he's he he admits as much. So all right, well, is there any other news and notes before we get into this week's picks, gentlemen? Uh, I think we're good. All right, well, fuck it, man. Let's get into the picks. All right. So, um, you know, going forward, Gene, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. And you have basically the top three um, uh, overall pickers ready for us and then the updates on where you, me, and Toomey stand. But for this week, I will just keep doing it as I'm waiting for my phone to reload. God damn it. I don't want to edit. So twenty-one. I'm going to have to edit Then this. don't. Yeah, fair enough. Let's we'll leave that fucking <laughs> shit in, right? I'm going to go to me on this. All right. So we still have Jay Zablewski at first place. Gene sliding up into second place. And uh, my boy, Andy Hechtel, in third place. So we don't have any ties. But old Baco, he's sneaking back in there, man. I am now yes, he is. just a cop, just two games out of fourth place, which puts me in seventh place. Uh, but to me, uh, <laughs> you're, you're not as fortunate so far, but, uh, anyway, uh, I'm in like 12th place. Hello. You play to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <fair enough. laughs> All right. But let's get into this week's pick. So we got week 11 going on here. Those are our leaders. Uh, and not, none of them are us. So we're apparently not that we're, we're as good as experts as uh, Bill Cower is apparently. All right. So um, on Sunday, we have the Chicago Bears heading in to Atlanta, the uh, the uh, um, Emerald City. Uh, the the Bears are of course uh, right now three and seven going against the Falcons at four and six. Gene, man, this is a tough the one. The Bears are who we thought they were, <laughs> and they gave it up. They gave it up to Detroit last week. So I'm actually not. This is a suck ass game that just sucks to pick. Sucks to try to narrow down which one of these suck ass teams with their suck ass fans, their suck ass stadiums, suck ass logos. Yeah. Who's going to suck worse? And at this point, or more. Or more. Or more. Right. So this is going to be probably the uh, the game that nobody should watch. And I am going to. I don't think anybody will, actually. I think, I, think, I think the NFL officially announced that this will not be televised. Completely blacked out. Even if it sells out, people are, won't be into the stadium. They're no, and the, the people who have tickets aren't going, I heard. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good plan. Let's, yeah. let's keep it safe. Uh, they can play without anybody watching. Uh, God, I've been mulling this one over up until now, and I'm going to keep my pick where I have it set at right now on my screen. I think Chicago might be able to pull this one off, and I really am reluctantly saying that. Like I said, both these teams suck, but I know Chicago was in the fight last week, and just with the edge of the running, that maybe this gives them the win. Damn, that could change before something. I did read this week uh, that Matt Eberflus, one of the reasons that like he was really enticed by the Bears' job was uh, that Justin Fields was going to be the quarterback. 
Um, I can't help but notice that Matt Eberflus hasn't said that in the last eight weeks prior to this. Anyway, with that, I'm, I'm picking the Bears. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that the Bears are three and seven because if you were to watch TV and watch how they fawn over Justin Fields and how great yes. he's doing and all this other nonsense, you would think that they were they, they were the Minnesota Vikings. Mm, no doubt. Um, yeah, no yeah shit. three and seven. Wow. Like, I, like, I've never seen a, a quarterback lose games and get so much hype for how well he looks in the loss. Nobody's going to run for more. Um, more uh, that being uh, I'm sorry. There's some latency here, people. So right. if it sounds like I'm talking over Josh all the time, it's because we, there's... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Because you are. I'm just going to keep it short then. Uh, yeah, you're, you're 100% <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, but the... Mariota threw like, one of the worst passes I've ever seen in my entire life uh, from his butt uh, in the last game. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bears on the road here. My the fighting Mariotas of our, our, our dead to me. All right. Well, next up we have Chicago. Or no, Chicago. We have Cleveland going to Buffalo. Back-to-back home games for the Bills. The kind of game the Bills just lost sometimes can have a bit of a hangover. Gene. Well, yeah, that and they're, oh, I, this one they should, I, I'm guessing this is where they get back on track, unless Josh Allen melts down again, but uh, this, I'm picking the home team, I'm picking the Bills, I know they're still Super Bowl favorites for, across the board from all the different picks, and Tumi himself, uh, I'm going to pick them to win this game, though, I don't think Cleveland's got it in them. Uh, yeah, you know what, same, now, yeah, uh, oh, <laughs> go ahead, Tumi. Uh, I was saying the, uh, the 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 Browns have no shot. Dude, they they look like they, they got boat raced last week. They're gonna get boat raced again. So we'll go with Buffalo. Are we still a week away from uh, massage table uh, coming back out to play? Yes. All right. Yeah, the Bills got this one. They they win with even with him. He's he's garbage. All right, the Eagles just took their first loss of the season. They're heading to uh, the Indianapolis Colts, where Jeff Saturday just got his first win of the season. Gene, as much as I want to go with Saturday and his ability to find ways to win, or a way, <laughs> I'm going with Philadelphia to rebound after such an embarrassing loss to the Commons. So Philadelphia for the win, even against the uh, Jeff Saturday Red Colts. I'm just trying not to talk over to me. <laughs> the Eagles. I got I got the Eagles in this one. Yeah, uh, I want to. I, I don't want to pick the Colts, uh, and I don't really want to pick the Eagles. But come on, uh, I, I kind of like Jalen Hurts. Yeah, this one, man. This is the Eagles all the way. The Colts, like I said earlier, man, Jeff Saturday came in, rah-rah for the team. Matt Ryan comes out there, a million-year-old Matt Ryan out there throwing the ball around against a uh, Pop Warner team in the Las Vegas Raiders. So, yeah, the the Philadelphia Eagles bounce back. This is going to be a big game for Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts will put a hurting on the Colts in this one. And, uh, yeah, fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, a serious question to me. I didn't catch any of the details in this game. Did uh, did Matt Ryan actually look any good last week? Uh, he had like a like a thirty-one yard like run in the game, and you know that people were saying he looked better. But uh, you know, like, you know, the, the Jonathan Taylor looked okay. Matt Ryan looked okay. You know, maybe it was just the coach, but you know, we're not going to give it to him here. Jeff Saturdays. Shouldn't even be coaching, man. That's a travesty to, to all football fans. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody. By the way, I, I'm, not, I'm not in favor of the hire. I understand some of the issues people have with it. I just want to be clear that, like, Bill Cowher is kind of a lantern job dipshit. Um, anyway, the New York Jets go to New England. The Jets kind of having a nice season here. Like everybody in New York, 6-3. Going to do up. Going to do up. Boston there and uh, play the Patriots there about four. Gene. 
This is a, it's an illusionary six and three. It feels very much that way. I know I picked the Jets in the past to win games. I'm not going to pick them this week though. Uh, this is another one of those trash games, coin flip. Uh, but I'm going to go with the home team and Bill Collard. The other Bill, Bill Collard. <laughs> Jesus, you got me thinking of that. <laughs> I, I was thinking Bill Coward, Bell's Palsy, when you were doing your little... Uh, you, you know, real quick, uh, but, about three years ago, over 40% of the coaches in the league were named Sean, Bill, Matt, or Mike. Fun fact. Fun fact. Go look it up, people. That's very, very white. Uh, I'm going to go to New York. <laughs> man, the Jets just kind of keep winning here, man. So, yeah, you go, Baco. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm just trying. I'm just trying not to talk over you. <laughs> you know, yeah, I got. Uh, I, I, I got the Patriots. Uh, I'm going to take the Jets on this one. I think they're going to go up to uh, New England, make it, make it a game here. You know, they, they've uh, they may have found something. So let's go with the Jets. On this one. They definitely. The, I, th- I believe in the Jets more than the Giants. Uh, but we're not there with the Giants yet. We have the Los Angeles Rams going to New Orleans, uh, the Windy City. Uh, who do you got here, Gene? Uh, another one of those tough picks. But I'm going to go with the home team to squeak by and beat the hapless Rams. Okay. To be there, not yeah, to me, you just go right after Gene every time. Uh, let's uh, keep it simple. There we go. Uh, yeah. And, I think, I, and um, by the way, I'm gonna contact my internet provider tomorrow and get this fucking shit straightened out. <laughs> it's probably a Buffalo Bills fan living in <laughs> Minnesota. Two teams haven't won the Super Bowl. Uh, Been there four times. Yes. Yeah, I think on this one I will go with the uh, the home team Saints on this one. I think the Rams are, uh, are spiraling downward. Yeah, I, I got the Rams uh, picking it back up here. Although, you know what? Never mind. I just saw today that Cooper Cup's out basically for the season. I'm switching to the uh, the hometown Saints. Uh, I just I literally just switched it there. All right, Detroit feeling pretty it's good. Vogeling. It's called the Vogeling, yes. Uh, he does it on Sunday mornings. Uh, I do it on Tuesday night. <laughs> All right. The, uh, the, the, the Lions pull out a one-point win against the Bears this last weekend. Good for them. I, uh, uh, what do you think is going on with them going into the... Uh, the, the uh, oh, <laughs> give me another name for a city, guys. Uh, not the Big Apple. Uh, <laughs> the gateway to the north, New York City. Oh, they're playing the Giants. <laughs> there you go. This one should be easily handleable. Detroit's going to be riding high up their Super Bowl win last Sunday, and uh, New York's going to handle them. I, uh, they're going to take care of business. They should easily be, be able to take it. Yeah, this is another one, just like the other New York team. This feels a little bit illusionary, but uh, they should be able to handle the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I think the uh, the Giants are going to pull this one out. Saquon Barkley's looking good. Daniel Jones looking all right. So uh, Detroit not looking good. So, yeah, I think I'll go with the, uh, the the New York Giants on this one as well. You guys all make solid points. I'm taking the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Carolina Panthers going into Baltimore, uh, uh, where The Wire w- was based. Uh, a Wire, a very popular cable show from 10 years ago. Uh, Gene. And that's probably the highlight of the discussion regarding this game. I'm picking the Ravens. Yeah, it looks like uh, Baker Mayfield gets the start in Carolina. Really? But I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens as well. Has Sam Darnold been cleared to play yet? I don't think so, no. Yeah, what the hell's going on there? Anyway, yeah, I got the Ravens. <laughs> My commies. Yes, the commies are heading to Houston, baby. They're going to rope some steers. What do you got here, Gene? Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. I do want to crown them. I'm going to go with Washington. Yeah, I know. You've been really hyping them up. Uh, I know they, they did you good last week, and that was a good pick. That was a good lucky pick. But oh, the are finding their way. Ah, some salt in those tears. And they're going to... Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I'm actually glad they knocked the Eagles off. That was one of those things that best case scenario is they, hmm. they win the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. one of those things where, like, you, you, you bet, you, like, you pick against your team, but if you if they if you're right then at least you feel good you get the pick right but if your team wins and you you pick wrong at least your team won yeah yeah you, 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 you just have no edge to you man i, I have no idea where i was the going there I, I really have no idea where, 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 yeah. <laughs> where, where that was going so washington commanders to win <laughs> yeah i'm going to go with my uh, my <laughs> Go with my boy Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders on this one. Going into Houston, Houston dumpster fire, dumpster fire number three in the AFC South, and uh, yeah, I will go with the Washington Commanders. On this, one. this is the matchup of the two teams that I've overpicked all season, so I'm not sure who to pick. Uh, I'm sticking with because uh, none of you guys, you you all lost faith in Taylor, Taylor Heineke, including myself. But yeah, the the, the Commanders win this one. All right, we got the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, man, I don't know if you guys saw Derek Carr cry. This is, seems like one of those, you, you've been playing that, you want to crown them, crown their ass moments. Or playoffs! Playoffs! It's like, it just seems like one of those, like, it's over. for Playoffs? <laughs> there we go. Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Another game. It feels like... That killed, like, like, first of all, the Raiders were already a shit show. But I think Derek Carr is done. I think he's broken. I think, I think this team is fucked. Um, and and the Broncos are a complete shit show. Who should fire their coach right now? I mean, I don't think they will. I'm not making a prediction a la Toomey with Frank Reich. But man, what do you got here, Gene? Another dumpster fire of a football game, you mean? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go with the home team to edge out the hapless Raiders. They have no Jeff Saturday to, to coach them into a victory. <laughs> They're gonna lose they do have John Sunday there, game. though. Okay. Well, I'm still sticking with them. Okay. Even with that new information. You know, going into the season, man, the Raiders two and seven, Broncos now three and six. Those two teams were, were, you know, the AFC West was touted as going to be a juggernaut, and it, it is not. Um, I will say that, uh, man, I, I want to pick the Raiders, but God, they just lost to the Colts. And another horse team coming in, so uh, another horse Jesus. team. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to have to go with the Broncos on this one. Kind of weird that John Elway looks like a horse was drafted by the Colts and was traded to the Broncos, don't you think? All right. I got the Broncos, too, here. Yeah. Um, let's ride, Russell. Uh, all right. Then we got the Bengals going to Pittsburgh. Aye. Fucking Yinzas. Easy pick on this one. Bengals. Pop all the Steelers. I, I, that's... This is, this is one game I probably wouldn't say easy easy pick on this one. I think the Steelers might put, put you know, they just beat the Saints, bro. Oh, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Here, let me click what's stack over time. You know, division game at home against the uh, hated Cincinnati Bengals. I'll go with, I'll ride with the Steelers. I'm actually with Toomey a little bit on this. These games are never like the division games typically aren't blowouts. They just aren't in any division. Um, I but I'm, I'm gonna agree with uh, Gene. I think the Bengals pick this one. All right, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, still trying to figure out the quarterback situation, but they're they, they keep one in somehow because of Coach Andy Reid. Uh, heading into Los Angeles, the uh, uh, <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, the, <laughs> the gateway to the South. Uh, <laughs> playing the Chargers. Uh, I'm, I'm dying here, guys. What do you got, Chief? I I am picking Kansas City. Uh, I don't care who they start at quarterback. I think they're gonna roll over the Chargers. The Chargers, they're just not good. Is is what's his nuts still hurting with them damn ribs? Oh, what's his nuts? His ribs never heal. <laughs> okay. 
So yeah, Kansas City. Wait, Chiefs. hold on a second, Gene. What's hold on, hold on. Nuts. I'm pulling up the injury report. Yeah. yeah, what's his nuts is considered questionable. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, Kansas City fighting Sinzax here and uh, go with the Chiefs, man. I've wanted to root for the Chargers all year, but I can't do it in this situation. Uh, Chiefs looking pretty good and uh, at 7-2. and two, and Not too bad. So, uh, yeah, Chiefs over Chargers. You're talking about looking good. We're all talking about Justin Herbert then, right? right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, when, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he grows his hair long. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, I got the Chiefs on this one. All right, then we have the San Francisco 49ers. Um, boy, just dominating their division at 5-4. and four. Talking about running away with things. Uh, playing the, their division foe, the Arizona Cardinals at 4-6. and six. In Arizona. I, yes, I think that San Francisco goes into the city of Guadalajara and handles their business and take a tackle the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I love that Phoenix is now the city brotherly love. Um, yeah, 49ers are going to take this one. The Cardinals are, are a shit show, like always. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins not too happy with their quarterback situation out there. And uh, yeah, you don't you have a weapon like that. You don't throw him the ball every single time. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, so we'll go with San Francisco in this one. And uh, whatever. Their chances. Ain't all that. Uh, but yeah, I got uh, I got San Francisco into this one pretty easily. All right then. Um, well, we opened up with the Titans game, so we'll give you the honors today to me. The Dallas Cowboys go to Minnesota. We have five of our next home games at uh, five of our next five of our next six games are at home. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, and we're hosting the Dallas Cowboys now. This game is not at noon. It's not a. It's not a. Uh, what what it's Kirk. Kirk Cousins likes to play at noon or one o'clock. Um, so hopefully he gets a little bit of a nap in around, I don't know, 9 a.m. or something like that, whatever it is to offset the, uh, the time uh, schedule here. But uh, what do we have here, uh, Gene? Well, we have the Vikings uh, as underdogs in their home Currently, stadium yes. to the Dallas Cowboys. Currently to the 6-3 Dallas Cowboys. Uh I'm hoping we don't have that uh, let's look up beyond the Cowboys to the next team or let's uh, maybe they're still dancing uh, with chains around their necks. I'm not sure. I'm hoping we don't sleep on the Cowboys. I think that's what uh, causes you to to lose games. Uh, But um, I'm going with the Vikings to win this one. I think they should be able to pull that off. Well, since we had to restart the uh, podcast, we actually didn't go over my outfit today. And Lexi. Oh, yes. So, oh, know, yes. I go, uh, I go, it, <laughs> so it's funny, you know, I go to the local uh, um, you know, thrift store, find, find a sweet vintage Minnesota Vikings t-shirt. I found a Minnesota Vikings mug at a, uh, at a Goodwill. Uh, actually, this is Elton's hat that <laughs> he found at a Goodwill a long Aww. time ago. And uh, I, I, I'm like a true Minnesotan now, so uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with my Minnesota Vikings here over the over America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. But I like to call the Minnesota Vikings America's team now uh, that we uh, <laughs> took down the uh, Buffalo Bills in such a thrashing that uh, that we are now the number one team as, as a, uh, you know pro football focus <laughs> likes to say pro football talk and, uh, and yeah so. Heck, yeah, it's all the same. Yeah. Slobber knockers, it's all the same. Yeah. So yeah, well, I'm gonna go Minnesota Vikings in this one. Yeah, if I'm if I'm if I'm hesitant at all, it's kind of the opposite of the Bills thing. It's like it's like when you take a loss like the Bills did, you might actually go into a funk that's gonna destroy your season. But the Vikings are riding so high off of some kind of like improbable win, it almost may just hurt you going into this. But we are at home. And the Cowboys are a horrible, horrible franchise, overrated basically since Troy Aikman uh, took a, a pretty, pretty good beating at the hands of uh, the Brett Favre, all-time Viking great Brett Favre-led Vikings in 2009 in the playoffs. Um, one of my favorite moments in that game was when we were winning 
and there was like three minutes left, and we had like a 30-point lead, and Brett Favre threw a bomb that didn't work out. And they were like, why would you do that? And in my head, I was like, because fuck the Cowboys. So that's a, the Cowboys are the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Lakers. They're just that team. Like, literally, their their fan base is all comprised of front-running fucking losers who just can't fucking grasp the idea that what fandom really means. It's like, it's easy to root for a winner. And for some, the weird thing is that, like, the Cowboys have been just horrible for a long time. So, um, yeah, the Vikings have to win this game. Otherwise, um, I'm probably going to have to dig a hole uh, because the, one of my cats will need to be replaced. Uh, uh, just kidding. Just kidding. I uh, My cats are fine. Uh, Cowboys win this one. All right. All right. Oh, Vikings win. Vikings, oh that was that was karma. That was karma because I said something nasty about my cat. Vikings win this one easily. All right. Although they they haven't won any game easily this year, that's gonna be a close game. They're gonna pull it out in the fourth. Tennessee, who we got playing Tennessee this week, Toomey? That would be the vaunted Green Bay Packers. Mm. On Thursday I'm night, a little football. little familiar with them. It's the first game of the week, man. Yeah, uh, our first Thursday night football game of the year. Uh, you know, years past, this was a, a, a dogfight between the Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars because they had to put them on Thursday night football. <laughs> but now uh, this is this is going to be a, a pretty a pretty decent matchup. I, I didn't I like that, uh, that that Green Bay kind of got off the schneid last week and, and kind of pulled out a victory and, and came back on the vaunted Dallas Cowboys in the way they did. But, uh, man, the injury report is crazy for the Tennessee Titans. I see Aaron Rodgers is on the injury report for the Packers. Might want to, you know, try out that love boy. See, uh, see if he's all right. You know, see if he's got any juice in it. <laughs> but, uh, that was damaged. Yeah, yeah. Ego, thumb, you know, it's all Um, is pussy. I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a Minnesota Vikings fan, I can also make that joke. What, yeah, yeah. what a loser that Aaron Rodgers Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, my, 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 t- my Tennessee Titans uh, head, to, head to Lambeau Field. Man, you know what's crazy? And, and if you look back over the history of the Titans and Packers games, they're so lopsided. And they're, like, we beat them 42-14. to 14, They beat us 51-3. to 3. I mean, it's, it's never been just like this crazy good game. It's always just lopsided. Uh, I think this will be a low-scoring game. I think there will be a lot of rush yards in this game. Uh, I think that Tennessee will pull this one out. I will give Tennessee 23, Green Bay 17. I'm looking for a lopsided win here. I I, I want uh, 72 to negative 14 Titans. That's my score. Negative fourteen, like is that like two pick sixes for the uh, for the uh, Packers? There, no, that, that, like literally, like uh, after the game, the uh, Matt Lafleur has to buy uh, uh, two rounds of uh, appetizers for the entire uh, Titans team at the local Applebee's. See, my my thing with Matt Lafleur <laughs> is I think he's a garbage head coach because when he, he was the offensive coordinator for the Titans for one season. In that one season, he tried to play Deion Lewis over Derek Henry. Uh, he continued to trot out five foot nine, a hundred and nothing Deion Lewis when he had uh, he had Derek Henry on the bench, and it was so the, all those times where people were like Tennessee is just going to run Derek into the ground. Derek didn't start playing till like his fourth season. <laughs> just just let him let him play, let the man play, and, and yeah. I love how all the women of Green Bay are now turning on on uh, old Matt Lafleur, old old handsome Matt Lafleur. Now that he's losing, like maybe he's really not that good of a coach. Okay. <laughs> Gene, you got the what, what's your pick well, here? This is a tough one. I I'm going for points. I'm I want I want to win. Green Bay got me one last week. I'm surprised. Um, I was hoping they lose, but. I'll, I'll take the win. Let's see here. Ah, uh, boy. Uh, 
This is another one that I could easily change before Sunday, especially if uh, Rodgers is not going to play. Because if Rodgers is not going to play, it's a definite He's loss. fucking no playing, man. That. I know. That's, they're just going to do that whole... Uh, He's been on the injury report the last eight weeks. That's just kind of close. Now it's... Um, you know, I'm going to go with the home team as much as I hate to say this. There it is. Sorry, Josh, too. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, Gene, Gene Vogel is the only person I know that, like, is playing this game for real. Like, yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't win anything, Gene. It's like, you know, you, you pick against your team. You don't watch your games. You pick for the, <laughs> before, you pick for the Packers in this, like, the... What kind I just, of game are you playing over there? I just put it together to me. He is the Chris Sinzak of the three of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I hope that's a good thing. Well, no. In this scenario, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the Camaro with that laugh that you got tonight. Oh, my God. It's unreal. Uh, yeah, I think the listeners will enjoy it. But, yeah, this is a, this is a bit of a rough go. <laughs> God, Yes. Are you okay? Are you going to make it? I will. I'll be off. I'll, I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> All right, man. This has been Slobber Knockers, baby. Skull! Tighten up! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.